Hi, I'm Dan Moran. I'm Pat. And I'm Robbie Carmen. And welcome to another edition of From the Mailbag. Guys, it's been a while since our last mailbag, so I'm really glad that we're getting back on the uh, uh, back on it here. And the first question that we have this week is from longtime Mixing Light member Chris Clymer. And he's asking us a question about direction in the color suite. And he basically says, you know, hey guys, what percentage of work that you do with your clients do they give you sort of an initial direction versus them just kind of dropping things off with you and saying, hey, you know what? You're the colorist. We trust you. Um, and if you don't get any direction from the client, where do you start? How do you get started with a grade? Do you just kind of do what you do what you feel, do what you think is best? And this is kind of a kind of a juicy one. And Dan, you probably more than Pat and I have this happen all the time, right? Where you're just dealing with clients day in, day out, sometimes supervised, sometimes not supervised. What do you uh, what do you think about this question? So my method is, I, I've refined it over the years, is I actually, so say the client gives me references, that's good. Like we'll go through the references, but I always find they give you contradictory ones. So you kind of have to <laughs> dig a little bit. But I'm, I'm say take worst case scenario uh, all the time, man. Uh. Like here's, here's one with lifted shadows, here's one with purple shadows, yeah. here's one with black and white. Um, my, my method is I hunt for what they don't like because it's way easier for them to say no. So I would say, say the client turns up, they have no idea. Um, I would go, what do you think of this? And I go really dark and blue and they'd go, no, we actually meant warm and low contrast. And eventually when they just keep saying, no, I don't like that, don't like that, you can kind of slowly shape them. And then you can say, oh, okay, I think we should do this. And they go, that's a great idea. But now how many of your clients actually don't even go through that process with you? Like, do you have... Do you ever have a job that comes in where they just drop it off and say, go for it, Dan, you're awesome, and we'll see you at the end? Only repeat customers. Yep. Uh, so I actually have a job coming up this week uh, where I've done like five or six music videos with this guy. Uh, and he got like this crazy job in LA and he's away. He's like, it has to be delivered in two days. Just go with it. And that's probably the most panicking sentence you can hear. Because when you're given total free reign as a colorist, you just start second guessing yourself. You start going, could I do this? Could I do that? Now, Robbie, I know you do a lot of series work, and you've got some projects that you've literally been working on for years. I, I imagine if they've got someone sitting behind you, their instructions are, Robbie knows what he's doing, <laughs> and watch and learn. Yeah, I mean, I, I get this on both sides. That's correct, Pat. I mean, but I, I do get to address the first part of it. I get a lot of clients that come in the suite that, you know, to be honest with you, they're not DPs. They're not experienced directors. They're not experienced producers. You know, a lot of the TV work, you know who they send over? They send over, like, the PA and maybe, like, the PA that's graduating to an associate producer next week, you know? And so, you know, when I ask them questions, a lot of time they go, uh, I, I yeah, I, I don't know. This is the first time I've been here. Like, do what you think is best. And I think when I get those, because everybody's going to get those, and Chris is asking about this, I kind of, I, like Dan says, kind of say, what do you not like? You know, because what you like is a very open-ended question. And try to I try to dig into it a lot uh, with them to try to narrow it down a little bit. Um, of course, I always like the jobs where I just do whatever the hell I want. And they go, yep, that looks great. <laughs> you know, that, but that happens, that doesn't happen all the time. Now, the thing that you asked about sort of with long, uh, long series work, that's true. I mean, I, I've worked really hard initially with the people when we started the series, maybe the DP, maybe the director, whatever, to kind of establish a look, a feel, a pattern of things. And then after that, it's more of just kind of like copy-paste, right? I'm trying to, hey, we established this. Now, the one thing I would say about that, Pat, that's tricky is that 
you know, if you've been doing a series, like I've been doing a series for PBS now. We're in our 16th season, right? Uh, they've been doing two seasons a year, but that means I've been doing the show for eight years, right? <laughs> um, is that I often have to go back and like look at what I've done in past seasons to go, oh, right. Because, you know, after a three, four, five month break, I go back to the show and next thing, if I just color graded it, uh, you know, just willy nilly as I feel, it wouldn't match what I've done previously at all. Yeah, and that's been my experience too. I mean, like with both of you, my experience is the clients who say, here it is, do your thing, are generally the ones you've worked with before and you've established trust and rapport. And you're essentially giving them what you've given them before. They're not expecting any surprises for you from you. They're not expecting you to uh, suddenly go off in a different direction that they've never seen from you. And so they kind of expect you to kind of replicate. The, other, the only other time when maybe a new client will give me that uh, kind of direction is they just want it to look real and there are problems that need to be fixed. And with those clients, it's like, all right, so you're telling me to do what I need to do to make it look good. What's the problem you need to solve that you're not getting to yourself? Well, and there's sort of, I mean, like there's, I mean, Dan works in a little bit of a different world than I, you know, we, we do because he's always about look, 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 look. I, I agree with you. I mean, like sometimes like I think there's a lot of pressure on clients to walk into a color suite and have this conception of like, oh, this is the look when, you know, probably, probably more than half the time they just go, can you make it look like it probably should? You know, yeah, and, exactly. and, you know, make it, yep. you know, drop the contrast a little bit, add some color, and that's about it. I mean, a lot of projects, clients have no overarching plan about some like look. I mean, I watch some of the work that Dan does, and I'm going, "Did you guys really plan out the purple shadows?" <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And what what really happened was Dan kind of fell asleep after some Thai food at lunch, <laughs> and, and 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 knocked the uh, the lift ball there a little bit, and now we have purple shadows. You know, like I I have days where I get the offline and I say I don't. Want to change this i just want to make it look nice but because they've come in for like oh you does the music video great do something wacky and i'm like no please <laughs> and right. it does happen like because they've got six hours with me so if i go no i'm just going to enhance the contrast i'm going to do this then they go oh he didn't do it for us well i actually you know kind of the flip side of this you know i had a client that came in and said hey whatever you want to do and this was maybe about uh i don't know early in the summer maybe like june or so and I said, well, I, you know, you've shot this on Alexa, you shot it with Master Primes, it's at sunset. I mean, it was just like, you know, perfect. And so, you know, it was log C, so I just did my log C thing. And they literally said to me, that's it? And I go, well, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean that's it? And they go, we could have done that in Premiere Pro or Final Cut Pro or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, but sometimes it takes a little bit of education to your clients to realize that, no, they don't need this overarching crazy style sometimes you just got to let the shots sing for themselves you know yeah and sometimes that's the value of the professional is the professional can look at it and say there is nothing more i need to do with this because they got it right totally so chris i think that you can see that when it comes to a client just dropping stuff off for you part of the game is communication with the client uh the other part of it with the client is sort of gaining their trust so eventually that you're not worried about whether they're going to second guess you later on. Uh, and then when it comes to doing what you want to do, 
hey, man, do what you want to do. It's always, you know, that's part of the process, too, that when later on a client comes in and says, yeah, you did what you did, but I don't like it, that's where you learn and refine your grades. And I think you guys will agree with that as well. Yeah, just and don't take it personal when that happens. I mean, you put yourself into it. You get That means that you open yourself up for criticism, and you have to learn to take the criticism because it's not personal. It's all about everyone has different sensibilities, and if they're not there to give you direction, you'll go in a direction that may not work for them, it's not a reflection on you. Your job as a professional is to switch gears and find out what it is they were actually looking for. Well, Pat, that was really well said. I agreed Thank with that. You. I agreed with that. Really well said, I agreed man. with that everything awesome. about that. Cool. So, so Chris, I hope you find this helpful. And uh, for once again, for Mixing Light, I'm Robbie Carmen. I'm Dan Moran. And I'm Pat. Pat.